everyone. Jefferson Graham here, the iPhone Photo Show. Scott Bourne cannot be with us this week. It's just me and a special guest, Eric Kuna. Today, we're going to talk about a, a question that has come up many, many times. Hey, Jeff, what do you think? The iPhone or the Samsung Galaxy for photography? In fact, we're going to talk to Eric about this in a minute. Eric Kuna, of course, from Kelby One. Uh, Eric, like I, has multiple cameras at all time, multiple smartphone mobile cameras. He walks around with an iPhone, a Galaxy, and a Google Pixel. I walk around with the Galaxy and the iPhone. I'd like you to read the question, and then I will give you a quick answer, and then you'll hear the conversation. Got to do the old, better put on the glasses to read this, I must say. Good afternoon. Quick question. I'm an iPhone lifer. Last time we spoke, I decided to stick with the SE when the 2020 update came out. It has served me well for three and a half years, still going strong. I was at a Braves game recently, sitting in a second level behind someone with a Samsung Galaxy. Anyway, I was blown away by the photos. I have hesitated to switch from the iPhone because I'm set in my ways, and I'm 66 years old. Should I pull the trigger? Those Samsung pics won me over. Well, let me tell you what I think. When it Well, first of all, Ditch the SE. The camera is a decade old. If not decade, it's just old, old, old. The new cameras are so much better. If we're serious at all about our photography, we don't want to use the SE. Uh, you, you want a 13, a 14, or a 15. The 15 Pro versus the top-of-the-line Galaxy. The Galaxy has a bigger zoom lens. It has a 10x lens that is a 230 millimeter equivalent. The iPhone has a 5x telephoto lens, which is a 110 millimeter equivalent-ish. And um, if you go to my newsletter, jeffersongram.substack, you will see uh, uh, the difference between shooting the Manhattan Beach Pier at 5x versus 10x, and it's pretty drastic. I mean, the shots at 10x are really, really, really good. Your, your, your decision is how do you feel about being in the Android world? I am like David who wrote, I'm an Apple lifer. I like the ecosystem. I have my uh, MacBook right down here. I have my iPhone. I love AirDrop, and I love the ease of moving uh, photos and videos off the iPhone now into USB, into a hard drive. Um, supposedly, you could do that with the Galaxy. I have not been able to pull it off. Getting images off the Galaxy has been a chore. And um, I, just, I just like everything about the iPhone, about the usability. But when it comes to telephoto lenses, if you're going on a safari, like our friend Rick Salmon recently did, he got beautiful shots of lions and tigers and zebras and elephants and all sorts of uh, giant jungle animals. And he did a great job. I don't think he would have done as well with the iPhone on a safari. Um, I, I, I bring two cameras with me everywhere because I'm a photographer and I like to have multiple angles. I like to have one camera maybe not as not have as much battery as the other one, and uh, or maybe it's a little bit more full. I just like to have that backup. So I have both cameras. Uh, what would I recommend to David? It depends on how close you want to get. Now, I've always said that the best zoom lens is your foot, and you could just get closer, but you're not going to get closer to a lion and tiger. Uh, so it really depends on what you're shooting. Uh, you can pick up a used Galaxy for $400 with the 10X lens because they've been doing it now for three years. And so you don't have to get the most recent Galaxy. Uh, what you will get on the most recent Galaxy 
on the most recent Galaxy is the Expert Raw app, which is great. That comes on the newer ones, on the S23. That will let you adjust the shutter speed and the exposure and the ISO, and you'll be able to fine-tune your exposure much more so than with the automatic tools of the iPhone, even though some apps will let you go manual. So those, and also you get higher-resolution images uh, for what it's worth. That's my take. Let's listen to our conversation with Eric Huna from Kelby One for his take. So the, the big difference between these two, honestly, in my opinion, is um, if you're into working on wide focal, uh, wide to telephoto focal range, the, the Samsung is just so far superior. It's been, it's honestly been superior for years, like long time. They have got th- that 10X optical um, periscope lens. And it really is a beautiful lens. Like it, you know, everybody, you know, they complain about it and all, but it compared to the digital zooms that others do, it just knocks them out of the park. And the ability to have another thing that I really love about it is that we do have on the Samsung side, you have the regular camera app, but then you have the expert raw app. And I do like that for one, one reason my sense is when I'm taking like professional level photos and I want that professional control, I open up extra raw. If I'm just out and I'm like, oh, this is a snapshot. Well, I just go into the photos app because the photos app is set up like the Apple app where it's just like almost like an automatic thing. It just kind of does its thing. It gives you the JPEG, no, no frills. But if I open up expert raw, I have all the controls. I can control my shutter speed. I can control um, my ISO, I can control white balance, I can control everything that I want when I'm in those moments. So it really comes down to that with me is, and that's, but that's a defining factor between Apple and Android, in my mind, is Apple really does tune their phone to everybody, the masses. It is, this phone's going to work no matter what, which is a beauty. I love the iPhone. I have the iPhone, I have the iPhone too. I have the iPhone and the Samsung and the Google, I use all three of them um, independently. Now I do a lot of training and a lot of instructing on this. So in, in essence, I, I wouldn't have all three if it wasn't for that case. But if I had to pick one as a photographer, I'm gonna pick the S23 Ultra. That's just okay. my opinion. So the lens, the, the 10X lens and the Expert mm-hmm. Raw, which would be the two things that I would choose as well. Uh, the 10X lens, is gives you a better telephoto than a 5x on the apple it's just oh that's by, the way by it is. leafs and blounds yeah. right i mean it's just like you don't understand how much that and and it just doesn't compare if you not only that um i i shot the eclipse uh, a couple weeks ago with my samsung at like 30x so it was a digital zoom on top of that and it still looks great and then you can go to the super zoom and i tried super zoom with it which is a hundred X times, it was, it was usable. It was usable. Well, my experience with hundred X is not, not, not very good, but uh, take usable. us into a situation. You're going to shoot the, the uh, eclipse and you've got every camera in the world uh, at your disposal. And you have all your Canon gear that you shoot with all the time. You chose to shoot on the galaxy as one of your many cameras. Yes, as one of my cameras. I mean, I tried it. You know, uh, a lot of it is just kind of pushing that bounds, trying to see what these different cameras can do. I've shot so many eclipses. I have so many shots. I mean, there's only so many shots you can have the eclipse. Plus, I was here in Tampa. We had only a partial eclipse here. 
So I was just trying something new just to see like what what a what a you know a sensor like that. Now I tried it with my iPhone. Forget it. I mean, it just it, it's not even usable. Not even close. I mean, you couldn't even use it. It's embarrassing. Okay, because I did some night 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 mode stuff with the iPhone that knocked me out uh, on my recent trip to Nova Scotia. I did a uh, I did a lighthouse uh, at six thirty in the morning when it was pitch black. Oh, wide and, field. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wide. Okay. So you're talking about telephoto. Telephoto. Wide field. Uh, the iPhone really and actually the iPhone is very good. I mean, it is it, again. It's very tuned for people who want to just like hit night mode. Go up to thirty seconds. Hit the hit the button, and you're gonna have stars. You're gonna have the Milky Way. You're not have to worry about it. But you know the nice advantage of again that like Expert Raw is I can do that same shot. I can turn on astrophotography mode, and then it'll track the sky over four minutes, seven minutes, or ten minutes, and stack those stars. So if I have like a Milky Way core, it'll really bring it out over those four that four minute exposure. And really, I found that. There's a four minute, a seven minute, and a ten minute. They're not really much different. I just go to four minutes because it's about the same. Right, because you're well known for liking to shoot what's above us, right yes. up in the air, and you do an amazing job on that. And nice. uh, th- that would have to be another reason for for you to reach for the galaxy because they do have that astrophotography mode, which of course the iPhone does not have. Yes, and now with all that said. Uh, I do, and I've, uh, me and uh, Russell Brown, uh, we've talked about this uh, before, like, I do think that the iPhone still does a little better job in night scenes where it is well lit, um, like night scenes, if you've got a lot of light cast on your subject, all that, it really does. Now, how much better, that's all debatable. I think it's a little easier to use, and that's why I tend to go night mode on my iPhone more in those settings where I'm going to be handheld or or stuff like that, where the Samsung comes in when I'm on a tripod, I want to dial in my settings, I want to customize how it looks. That's where the Samsung really shines. It doesn't really shine at night so much in like the automatic modes as the iPhone does. But okay. the iPhone they, really just has automatic modes. That's really they what they have. Uh, the Galaxy has a hyperlapse mode, and they have a little mm-hmm. button you can press for getting the stars and doing star trails. And I have failed every time. I got a little closer, but it it's it's not been great. And I don't know if you're a time lapse guy and if you've taken advantage of the features there. You know, uh, I am not, uh, you know, being more strictly, I'm more into the photography side. I don't get into it as much, but I have, I have done it before and it produces great results um, for me. But again, I think the thing is when it gets to really low light, if you're trying to do like low light star trails, like I, I find the phones work better, both the Samsung and the Apple work better when you're almost like in a light polluted area, but you can still see stars versus a non light polluted area where you can only see stars, which is counterintuitive to what we look for as photographers. You know, when we're using our DSLR mirrorless, we want uh, the least amount of light pollution because our sensors can boost up. We've got this huge sensor that we can boost the ISO up and not get a bunch of grain. And that's where the, that's the advantage of shooting at night with a bigger camera. But the nice part about these smaller cameras is when you're in those settings where it's kind of that in-between where most of us sit, it works better. 
Yeah. The other thing I found on the, on the new iPhone, uh, I've been going through this for too many years, but we have better low light on the new, new edition. You don't, mm -hmm. it's not better. Yeah. It still stinks in a lot of situations. And, uh, I don't think they've improved it at all. Even on the one X lens. I don't know what your, your, uh, findings. Oh, uh, I just had this happen the other day. We were up shooting in the panhandle of Florida. We were shooting Milky Way and a friend of mine had his new 15 pro max. He's mounted up there. He's taking shots and he's getting kind of like, Oh, this doesn't, this doesn't look better. It's like, this is, this is actually, he thought it was worse than his 14, um, uh, originally. And then it goes, I brought out the Samsung and the Samsung handles it fine. So it just really, it, it is an, it is a mystery how, I mean, that's where that's where, again, I always go, you can't look at specs. These manufacturers, right. they do all these specs, they do all this marketing stuff where they go, oh, we've got this percentage more, this percentage more. I want to see real world. I want to see it in my hands. I want to see it out in the field. And when it gets out in the field, it's like, yeah, it's better than the 11 or 12 or 13. But, you know, the, the 14 hmm. to the 15 is not, uh, it was not as much as it was hyped up to be. Uh, 15 is all about video and USB-C yeah. and 5X, 5X versus 3X. Those are it the is. three things. Yeah. yeah. And if, you know, if I'm doing video, I want to have the 15. So, and I, yeah, really, no, I would agree with that. I yeah. would agree with that. That's where I'm not talk, talking strictly photography. Yeah. yeah. Strictly photography. Well, 3X to 5X and, but, but that's minimal. You went from that 77 is. millimeter to 110. I would have right? loved to see them to go at least to like, like where it would have been nice as seven or eight X where you could get up to like 200 millimeter reach because, uh, you know, uh, as, as a photographer, 7,200 is kind of like our go-to lens for the, you know, kind of the, some of the telephoto stuff. And then we want to, you know, 24 to 70, and then you got a 16 to 35. That's kind of the, the, the Holy Trinity of lenses, right? So 16 to 200, that's really what we've always wanted to achieve. If you were running out the door and you could only pick one, what are you going to pick? Oh, it's always going to be the Samsung. It gives me more versatility as a photographer. Now, again, if you're shooting more video, I will say, I, yeah, I agree with you. The the iPhones really, I mean, there's cinematic modes, but the again, the Samsung's is comparable. I would not say that I wouldn't grab it just because of that, but you know, the iPhone definitely has the edge on the video. But for photography, I'm grabbing the the Samsung. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. I mean, I, I just saw, you know, uh, one of my buddies, Rick Salmon was over doing a, you know, a wildlife photography. Yes, He's doing the yes. safari stuff and yeah. you see the safari stuff and the safari images he's getting, people right. don't get those with their fancy gear, you know, they're, and, but again, that goes back to the whole premise of, of photography, photography, the gear is part of it. The more the part of photography, if you want to get better at photography, it is about learning techniques. It is about learning the, the rules and the compositional elements and the things that make photography great. That's why we even have our company that we do at Kelby One. I mean, it's all about teaching photography because the gear is important, but the gear is like the smallest part of the importance of photography. Uh, right, right. Yeah. That's, it's still uh, important. It's still it's important. Still yeah, but you don't need five lenses. You don't need five bodies. You need to be, you know, be there at the right time. And uh, so, yeah, Rick has been on a safari taking pictures of lions and tigers and bears, not bears, uh, elephants, yep. zebras, 
All, uh, with at the 10x on the Galaxy that are amazing. You would never know they were done on a smartphone. So check a, the, his Facebook page, Explorers of Life. He's definitely got a couple classes. He actually just did a class where he went to Tasmania, uh, uh, Morocco, 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 and just all covered it with his iPhone. You know, and just how to use your smartphone, how to use your iPhone to capture the the, the images, and it really is like the dev- again. It goes back to the device doesn't matter, and I think what I <laughs> What we share in common uh, with this is we love that nowadays anybody can create great images with a camera that's in their pocket. It actually is at that level of quality where it used to not be there a few years ago. It really was. It's at a level of quality where you could print your work, you could sell your work. It's it's really at a professional quality. Yeah, always you know a dslr or mirrorless is going to be superior but a lot of times that with that comes lugging gear comes loving stuff and that's where we i was just talking about the more important thing is what is in the frame what is the story in the frame what is the image saying what emotion is the image uh, invoking those are the things that matter not i shot it on this camera i shot it on this phone you know, or shot it at this f-stop or this ISO. Right. That really doesn't matter. People don't care about that stuff. They care about the impact of the photo. Yeah, well, speaking of classes, I know a guy who took an iPhone and a Galaxy all over the American West to nine states Yeah, you just had a class days. come out there. Right. Yeah, yeah. so we just released that class where you get, you were all over. In fact, maybe the image behind you is from it the is. place you were in the class. There you go. Monument Valley shot on an iPhone, and yeah. uh, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, Eric, I will let you. point, right? Uh, yeah, one of the great spots. How many record yeah. covers has it been? Has that image been been shown? Yeah, out? yeah. Right. All right, Eric Kuna from Kelby One will take his Galaxy first. Uh, everywhere he goes. Thanks for checking in with us, Eric. Eric, thank you for joining us. I'm Jefferson Graham. Do me a favor. Don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter, jeffersongram.substack.com. You can see photos of the, that I did on the Galaxy at 10X versus the iPhone at 5X and um, all sorts of other fun stuff. Uh, if you're around this weekend, my Nova Scotia special, I did a 25-minute episode, PhotoWalk TV, on uh, photographing Nova Scotia with the iPhone and the Galaxy and the GoPro, uh, Hero 12, and my beloved DJI Mavic Air 2S. I'm Jefferson Graham. We'll be back with the iPhone Photo Show next week. Thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye.